0: Welcome to another episode of the GNA RPG cast. Yes, it's another one of these. Um, so, um, actually, yes.
1: Turn the TV off.
0: <laughs> so you heard Cruel. We also have Mog. And, um, Hello. We don't have Tahoe tonight. He had uh, real life got in the way of uh, his RPG life, sadly. Um, and so tonight... You might remember last episode, I got a little bit um, rowdy, and uh, I I missed out some things that I should have explained, but didn't. So tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to rewind. So you guys have just killed the fire elemental. Is that a, is that like a dick in the
2: butt joke? Sorry, but moment's gone. Moment's gone.
0: So, you guys have just killed the fire elementals in the treasure room. Um, Joe is still sitting on the floor, masturbating. Uh, Tahoe, for some reason, has just fallen on the floor and started joining him. Masturbating, yeah. I don't know, it's spreading, it's like a virus. Um, t- uh, tunes, tunes the monk that joined you from the keep that helped you with the fire elementals, he kind of fades into the shadows like some sort of ghost. And uh, you guys even begin to wonder if maybe that was just some phantasm that was helping you. Um, But the bard is still there. Uh, I can't remember the bard's name at this point. What was the bard's name?
3: Aramath.
0: Aramath Aramath the bard is still there. And he's like, I don't know I was helping him, but yeah, I didn't know he was a ghost. So uh, yeah, you guys are in the treasure room. Just killed the fire elementals. Got all your gold. I think it was like 33 gold pieces or whatever each. Um, You got... Leveled up, so everyone's level three now. Your time to decide what you do. All right, so um, you guys see a path wandering its way through the gold, heading to the back end of the treasure room. I guess you guys decide to follow it. Yes. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. So you. All right. So um, yeah, you guys have continued on the path. And so, what are you guys drinking tonight? I um. <laughs> I, I myself have some uh, Rohard root beer from Root Sellers. It's really good. I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, Mog, what do you got? Uh, I am
2: drinking Kona Brewing Co. Lemongrass Luau. It's actually
0: pretty good. That's different. All right. and um, Cool, what do you got?
1: I will be drinking Dirty Little Freak. I
3: you
0: know oh, it's uh, Lagunitas, right?
1: No, uh, Duclaw Brewing Company. Duclaw,
0: Duclaw yeah. Okay, so uh, you guys have... Guilty uh, Amateur... Continued on the path and I'm going to ask you both to make a perception check. Oh, okay. I need dice. Shit Hold dice. <laughs> oh shit. We're playing D D, right? <laughs> we might need dice for this thing. Oopsies. Uh, so what does this say? Uh twenty? D twenty plus your perception. Yep. Uh... Perception. Uh,
2: 16 for me. 16 for you.
1: Uh, Crow, what'd you get? Roll, roll a d20, Noah. 17... One. You got a 1. Here. No, I
0: one. <laughs> Crit fail on perception.
1: I, <laughs> I got...
3: And
1: nice Your character sheet. It says perception.
0: Well, a crit fail is a crit fail. But what'd you get, cruel? Uh
1: trying to. Where the fuck did my character sheet go? There it is. I got two. I got like three character sheets up. Oh. Nineteen. Nineteen.
0: Okay, so. Um, you and Mog notice that uh, up ahead, there's uh, kind of a light shining through the cave that you guys are walking on. There's a, the cave that came out the back end of the treasure room. Uh, Aramath, for some reason, walking backwards. But um, so, so you guys are walking through this cave and you see the light shining and you see the stones on either side of the path start to get more cut and more like um, deliberate in being there. I'm going to hold uh,
1: my hand up to
0: motion,
1: Bog to stop.
0: Okay. And then I'm gonna stealth up there.
1: You're
0: gonna stealth up there? Yeah. Alright, uh, go ahead and make a stealth check. 18, 19, 20,
1: 26.
0: 26. Okay, so, um, you take the path a little bit farther ahead and, uh, you see a small campfire with, um, two, uh, two people sitting around it. Uh, one of them is, uh, Cruel, uh, you are stealth up to a campfire um, with a halfling and a high elf sitting around it, just sitting there. Uh, they don't look like they're um, dangerous or anything. They just look like they're sitting there kind of bored.
1: All right. I'm going to stealth back to Mog. I'm going to talk to him and go, hey, there's a halfling and a human up there. He goes, uh, high elf. High elf. Yeah. Should we kill him or let him live? Are they? Are we going that direction? Yeah, they're kind of in our they're way. They're in our it way? Like. It looks like it. They're sitting there camped out by a fire.
2: Were they doing anything? Like, are they like weirdos or...
1: Well, uh, they weren't jerking each other off, if that's what you were getting at.
2: <laughs> were they jerking themselves off?
1: <laughs> uh, no, it looks like they were just sitting by the fire.
2: Uh, I guess we can try it out and see how it goes, but uh, keep a close eye on them. Okay.
0: All right, so um, you
2: guys are gonna.
1: So um, do you, you want
2: to do like the one of the time thing? Like, have one person hang back just in case.
1: Well, I can hang out in stealth and backstab the one if they do anything sheisty. Um, the bard is usually good with his m- mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> she looks kind of puzzled, talking that is.
2: <laughs> sure, <laughs> noted. <laughs> all right, so uh, I guess that leaves me to walk up there and introduce okay. myself.
1: Well, we, okay, can let, so. we can let the bard go up first since he's oblivious to things right now.
2: Oh, I forgot. Noah's here.
0: <laughs> all, right. It, it, all right, so uh, the bard begins to uh, walk up towards the, the campfire. And that is where the characters Asimar and... Oh, what's her character's uh, name? Navarra. I, I Navarra. Asimar and Navarre introduced. Hi, Paul. Hey. <laughs> and hi, Cecil. Greetings, my friends. <laughs> Stay a while. Listen. Um. Oh, all right, we got so.
1: Came from Diablo.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Aramath the Bard walks up to you guys. He's a fourteen-year-old, right? Cool. Uh,
1: what is How to say?
0: Thirteen. Thirteen-year-old. 13 okay, so it's 13-year-old human bard walking up to you guys. Uh, he's <coughs> not on Skype, so I'll kind of speak for him. Yeah, up. he is. Oh, is he? All right, um, so... Okay. So he says, hey. <laughs> What's up? Why hello there? And now you? it's now, your time to introduce you guys' selves. So,
3: um, I'm Air Math. I'm, like, 13 years old. Um, I'm
4: a father. Well, that's an interesting intro.
3: <laughs>
4: I'm Ashamar. I'm a monk.
0: I feel that everyone should be, well, happy. It's a very deep voice for a halfling, too, i got to say. <laughs> what? Are you being a judge now, Mr. Judgey McJudge judge bounce? Well, I am the DM. I can judge if I want. But, Mog, I assume that you've come to uh, join... There yeah, I'll,
2: will am oh, uh, still,
1: I'm still hidden.
0: Yeah, he'll stay hidden. I'll
2: walk forward, and be like, "All right, you guys seem all right. If you're not going to attack a kid, we'll, uh, we'll see what's going on."
0: <laughs> yes, because that's his judge of character. Yep.
4: Yep. <laughs> oh crap! Were we supposed to attack the kid? Did we fail some test?
5: I thought that was our
2: plan. <laughs>
4: oh well, next time, tell me about this.
2: My bad. Well, gents, I'm, I'm Mordecai. Uh not sure how the hell you got here without any issues or us seeing you, but uh, so, how are y'all so, doing?
0: So yeah, um, so uh, Mordecai and Cruel and uh, Mordecai, well, you haven't met Cruel yet, but Mordecai and Aramath both made it through this giant pit of skeletons and these two fire elementals in the treasure room. How'd you guys get there?
5: I was playing Pokemon nope. Go and just <laughs> happened to appear. <laughs>
4: you see i was brought here by my god who leads me in the right direction all i have to do is stay the path and he shall provide and i was also playing
5: pokemon go
2: you guys heard there was a mew over here didn't you
5: that in the gym just around the corner (laughs)
2: well now that you say that i'll go ahead and start looking with y'all if you don't mind (laughs) see a uh,
0: charge on oh, that bastard's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, the reason that uh, Asimar and Navarra, is that was your name? Yes. Paul? Okay. The reason that Asimar and Navarra were uh, kind of camped out here is that there's some runes on the wall. And uh, as you guys look up to investigate these runes, you see kind of like four arrows pointed up, down, left, and right. Um, you also see, uh, kind of, a uh, a little like kind of quote, I guess. And it says, the only challenge is in our contradiction. And, uh, you guys were kind of camped out there, kind of trying to figure out what the runes meant. And, uh, I'm going to see if you guys can figure out what the puzzle is.
5: The only, what is in our what?
0: The only challenge is in your contradiction. Well, just so you all know, I've tried the Konami code. It didn't work. Oh, but, see, you didn't try the Konami code.
5: Well, damn you, Trebek.
0: <laughs> Wait, could I just roll a
5: perception check to see if there's an A, B button and it's a giant Game Boy?
0: No, it's just, it's just uh, arrows up, down, left, and right. Damn.
5: Can I try the Konami
0: code? <laughs> you can, indeed, try the Konami code. And... You hear great shifting in the walls around you because you figured out the puzzle immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm
2: not sure what you guys were waiting around for, but uh, way to go. Well, well
4: it, it. I thought I already did that.
0: Due, due to some forgotten arcane knowledge. <laughs> Um, Asimar just remembers Ah, left right down up left right down up and uh, the walls around you begin to shift and open and it reveals an alcove behind where the runes were uh, with two openings. One opening contains uh, both openings contain jars with these kind of like metallic dowels in, in the middle of the jar and uh, coming out the top of each jar is a little brass rod with an a circular knob on top of it. Uh, one of the dowels in one of the jars is blue. The other dowel is red. And um, uh, over the blue dowel rod, there is a uh, lightning bolt type of symbol. And over the red dowel rod, there is a flame type of symbol. I think
2: this is where Cruel decides to take one. <laughs> well, you guys can decide. Oh, it's still
1: snow <laughs> I'm
0: still stuffed so,
1: out. You're still self. Who is? I'm hiding out, out, out the, the whole
0: time. Who He's the, just watching this whole thing going down. Cruel, discreetly.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
1: I can't
2: remember what we did. Did we just take it? I'll just take one. Okay. Which one are you gonna take? What are my choices?
0: Red or blue? Uh, I'll take red or blue. blue. Okay. No, take I'll blue. take red. <sighs> okay. <laughs> take red. <laughs> you you see, Mog. Let's start. Is your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> it, you see you see Mordecai start to walk towards the, the, the blue dial uh, jar and then suddenly changes his mind and walks towards the red and grabs it out of the wall. Uh, and nothing happens. I had to be careful.
2: I got fire resistance, not lightning or water resistance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that
0: was the reasoning.
2: That was the reason.
0: And uh, <laughs> whoever wants to decide to do whatever. I'm going to stop holding your hand. So. I'll take the
2: blue one. <laughs> gonna say something,
0: Noah. Okay, so uh, Navara is going to take the blue. So uh, we got Mordecai with the red and Navara with the blue. And uh, you guys can now decide to... We'll just say you take a short rest now. Oh. And get all your stats, or a long rest. Get all your stats up to full health. And you guys decide to move along the path. Um, uh,
2: my full health is supposed to be.
0: You're, did we not go over that?
2: I have 14 written here on current you, is, and temps, but I don't know. if Does it go up whenever I level up? Do I need a roll for that?
0: Yeah, you get 1d8 plus your constitution for each level, so you get 2d8 plus constitution for each level. So I think your constitution is 1. All right, so I'm going to add 5, so I'm at 19. Okay. All right, so you guys are uh, moving ahead through this cavern uh cruel it's up to you whether you want to still be stealthed or not
1: <laughs> oh, i mean, stealth. I'm resting after the, the rest
0: yeah you've been <laughs> you've been stealthed for like 12 hours but
1: oh, i haven't <laughs>
0: i said a long rest
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm hiding out in the back
0: just doing overwatch okay all right so um can i roll guys... a perception check to see if i hear him snoring yeah, you can roll a perception check. He rolled an 18 on his stealth check, so it might be a kind of a hard perception.
4: All right, D20.
1: Where are your D20? Well, it's a, oh, it's, oh. A, it's, a, it's a 26 total he, he would have to beat. Because I, I, uh, I have plus 8 for stealth. I thought your
0: 18 was with your modifier.
1: No, I rolled uh-huh. an 18.
0: Oh, okay. Well,
4: I rolled a 19 plus 3, so I only got 22.
0: You do not notice that uh, you have someone following you. I'm sorry. Um, so, so you guys are walking along this path. Uh, cruel is stealth behind you, but no one notices that he's there. Uh, uh, well, I'm pretty sure I, I know you guys, you guys know he's there. Mordecai and Aramath both know he's there, but they just kind of kept their mouth shut. Um, so you guys are walking along this path and then eventually the path opens into what looks like open air with kind of a, uh, Kind of uh, rings coming out concentrically from the open air opening, and um, you can from here you can look down, and you can see like straight out from this point of the cave that you're in, is is kind of the epicenter of those drops that were dripping that I was talking about about six months ago into this uh, lightning liquid, mm. and. You guys can see that's where they're coming from and the waves kind of spread out from the center where these drips are dripping into the liquid. But you can see concentric rings of what looks like some sort of metal going out into the middle of the cavern. and Go, do the RP thing. I mean,
5: I'm happy to push the kid into the liquid first to see if he lives.
0: <laughs> you can do that. You can... Um, you would have to make a dexterity saving throw. Damn and it. he probably wouldn't be too happy about it either. Yes, yeah, Can I happy?
5: help him push? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so are you are you guys gonna try and push Aramath into the liquid?
5: Um, are we asked are we gonna be cool with the <laughs> okay. I, I feel like
2: we should be rolling for initiative right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Aramath go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. And um, you guys make a dexterity contest against it. I'll I'll, uh, I'll let. What do you have, cool. uh, Eleven. 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 All right, so I'll let you. I'll let you both roll, and I'll take the higher of it. So uh, both of you make a dexterity D twenty roll.
4: Paul, roll high. <laughs> so I rolled a nine with modifier.
0: Nine with modifier. What's your modifier? I uh, think it was plus two for dexterity. Oh, oh, so you rolled a 9 all together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what'd you get, Paul? I
5: got a, t- a 10. I got a 7 with a plus 3.
0: Damn.
3: Uh. Aw. <laughs> so, so you just... You guys just played like a fake. Like, got you. two full-grown men
1: couldn't push a kid into some water. All right.
5: I like. Please, it. <laughs> I, I am a woman. B, Ooh. and B, to make this look like we planned through this, we at the last <laughs> second we fake out, go surprise friends.
0: <laughs> nah, we were just kidding. We weren't gonna, we weren't gonna actually push yeah. it. Just joking. We really like you. All right, I'm gonna have you all make a perception check. <laughs> D twenty. That would have not made you guys have to make a perception check, but God, your rolls were so bad. <laughs> uh Am I, I doing s- one too yeah everyone
2: fifteen for me fifteen for you s-
5: Hold s- Perception of
4: well mine was much better It was a 21 total 21
1: no right. I was saying that he's casting suggestion on the high elf to stick his.
2: No. <laughs> Nope, did my what? It, where? Whoa! My imagination just made that thirty times worse than it probably was. <laughs> I'm a lady, please.
4: <laughs> All of a sudden, I had carrots and cucumber. Uh,
1: I don't know what's up with the phone right now. No, uh, Noah sa- R.M.S. said that he was casting suggestion on the high elf to stick his head up the uh, other guy's ass, and it's a it's a save versus a DC of. Uh, I'm scared you're scared 15. 15 so they have to make it, so uh, the high off has to make a uh, DC saving throw beat a 15
4: oh, please for the love of god I don't want to poop straight
5: <laughs> so what dice am I rolling yeah oh, I'm scared be D20, D20 right D20.
1: yeah
5: <sighs> come on dice um, so they rolled as a 13 <laughs>
4: <laughs> What's your modifier for back? Well, uh
2: what what, modifier what are we looking at? What is he contesting? A suggestion. So what is what kind of saving throw was that? What modifier would he use for that? Wisdom?
1: That's up for the DM charisma doesn't specify. Charisma. Maybe intelligence. Probably charisma. Cause it's a suggestion. I don't I know, it's up
2: to the DM. What do you think, DJ?
4: I don't know. Intelligence would tell me not to stick my head up somebody else's ass.
5: I'm with him on intelligence, uh Charisma
2: would tell you otherwise. Potentially well, because, yes. Because <laughs> Charisma told me to do it. DJ, did we lose you?
0: Is he talking? Oh yeah, I am talking, but I had my mic muted. <laughs> I I think that um Stop page two seventy nine. I think it would be your highest stat out of Intelligence, Wisdom, or Charisma.
5: No head to go up is that? Plus a okay. casual 5-Intelligence, run 18. <laughs> Asimir, your bum is saved. All
0: right, but... Um, no. Not to so, say that
4: I wouldn't have enjoyed it in some fashion, because I do feel very optimistic about it.
0: All right, so, Asimar, with your uh, pretty good uh, perception check, you decide to come up with the foresight to grab a loose stone from the wall next to you guys. And you decide to check it down that sort of um, those concentric rings. And as you do, you notice that the rock hits kind of an invisible floor and starts bouncing along an uh, invisible corridor. And uh, all you guys notice this too, so because we him doing oh, that.
1: Hey, it's, it's a wisdom saving throw. Oh,
0: it's a wisdom saving
1: yep. throw. I'm still good. Oh.
3: Okay. <laughs> you're say, no, you're
2: still. I <laughs> have enough wisdom to know that my head does not belong up your ass.
4: Glad you knew the wisdom there, because the wisdom of "I just ate tacos last night" really helps you out.
0: Uh, all right, but yeah, you guys, you guys notice you see this rock kind of bouncing on an <laughs> invisible path, going out into the middle of this chasm.
2: What movie was that? Damn it.
0: I will take one step forward. Uh, you step onto seemingly solid ground in the middle of air. All
5: right. You're up, guys.
4: <laughs> All right. I'll charge forward like the crazy man I am. All right. Can I you,
0: give him a little push? I mean, you can if you want, but do you really want to roll on that? Do want, do no, a push? I don't
2: want to have to go through this again.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So... um. <laughs> you begin to uh, run forward in this, uh, <coughs> begins to run forward in this invisible pathway through these c- concentric rings of some sort of metal that as you approach closer, they appear to be, uh, brass. And there's these brass rings going along in this path into the middle of this chasm. And, um, Asmar, as you keep continuing on, you eventually see, uh, some big constructs off in the distance, about 500 feet away. And the closer that you get to these constructs, you see that they are some sort of clockwork mechanism that is just running silently. Uh, you have um, you have knowledge of clockwork mechanisms like this before. You've seen stuff like this before, but anytime you've seen something like this. Usually, it makes some sort of noise, like a ticking or some sort of clicking or anything. But this is just completely and utterly silent. And then a few, we'll say 50 feet beyond these mechanisms that you see, you see these blue lights kind of growing and then dripping down into the pool of liquid lightning down in the bottom of the chasm. Uh, beyond that, you don't see much, but you do see these mechanisms, and kind of note that they are completely silent. So I'll let you guys uh, decide if you want to move forward. Or
5: I mean, can I just quickly check for any Pokestops nearby, or is that against the? Uh...
2: I think this whole thing is a giant Pokestop. And if so, what throw would that be, just so we're clear? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, I don't unless know. you've got a great ball, I don't think you're catching anything in here. Damn it's it, a go thin. throw
0: I'm out there. <laughs> um. All right. So I guess you guys are just going to keep continuing on. Are you still stealthed,
1: uh, cruel? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just standing behind him, staying <laughs> hid.
0: Uh, but um. So what order are you guys in? Is it like uh, Asmar's first because he kind of trudged along like an idiot, and then who followed him? Because I know you guys followed him, but what order did you go in? I came in second. I was,
3: like, right okay.
0: behind him. So Aramath was right behind Asmar. Oh, and then...
4: idiot number two. Yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Navara.
5: As it's polite to be ladies first, I'm going mean, to gender aversus, I push Mark forward.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, so the order is Asmar, and then Aramath, and then Mordecai, and Mordecai then Day. Navara. And then Cruel following up Stealth. For some reason, (laughs) you guys still haven't noticed. Um, You guys come up uh, upon this uh, machinery, these constructs that I was talking about. And um, you come up on these constructs, and it's like two giant mechanisms that are off to the right and left of both of you as you kind of enter this kind of... You're still on an invisible platform, but they go off to either side of you in this sort of chasm... Um as you look to the one on the left, you see a slot that kind of matches these jars that you just picked up that's kind of red in color. And in the right one, you see a slot that will kind of take the the blue jar, and it's blue in color. And ahead of you, you see shapes in the shadows, but you don't really see much more than that. And then about... 25 feet in front of you you see the drips dripping down it's it's a bright light but it doesn't travel very far and you see them just every minute or so a drip grows and then it falls so you see the slots where the jars could go and you also see you also see shadow shadowy figures up ahead a little bit too they're not moving but you do see shadowy shapes
2: Okay. Do I do something stupid? I or do motion to say "fuck
0: it." I
5: motion <laughs> to do rock paper scissors with Mordecai to determine which jar we're putting in first.
2: I just turn and walk towards the one of the sides to go put my jar in. I don't even care. All right, so you're walking towards the uh, <laughs> the red slot on the left.
0: Uh, are they colored? Yes. How the, convenient. They're- they're pretty obvious as to which jar goes in where. <laughs> Do we want to put these well, in? That was the... racist.
5: <laughs> Do we want to put these in at the same time?
2: Same time's probably good. I will walk towards yeah. the blue slot then.
0: All right. So you both are walking towards the, the jar slot? You're getting more trust out of me. All right. It's... Since um since Mordecai said he was going first, I'm going to have him slide his in slightly a little bit ahead of you, uh, Navara. And uh, Mordecai, so you you slip your jar in, and you hear a click. I was
2: prepared and to give like a on three countdown, and then the whole you know on three or like one two three go, and then well, well you <laughs> we can do that. throwing stuff. the holy hand grenade here. We're just sticking some jars in some holes.
4: <laughs> I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna uh, go to the bathroom real quick, and then I will, because you guys are about to get into the thick of things.
4: Great, I'm gonna use this opportunity to go to the bathroom and get more beer.
0: Paul, I'm curious, can you reach your ceiling?
5: Yeah, it's very slanted. It's a bungalow, converted bungalow.
2: Oh, it's just frozen, hasn't it? Yeah.
5: Wait for it, that'll freeze. Yes, I can. Hello. Yeah, it's a converted bungalow.
2: What just happened?
5: Um, I think my Skype froze. Oh, okay. I just kind of started stroking my ceiling, and you couldn't see what I yeah. was doing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I asked if you hit your head on it, and then you just like started answering a different question. Oh, yeah, no, I
5: have hit my head on it. There is a, above, my, above my chair, which is behind me, there's a dent in the wall where I kind of drunkly set up once. But dush, ow! Because <laughs> <laughs> drunk me doesn't quite have
2: good spatial awareness. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know what a bungalow is, so now I'm going to have to look this up. I'm not familiar with this term.
1: It's similar to like a cottage or a, or a studio apartment.
2: A low house with a broad front porch, no upper floor or upper room set in the roof, typically with dormer windows.
5: It's been con- it's converted, so that's where there's an upper part. Yeah. Okay. Ow. I mean, I kind of feel bad that I pushed the kid down.
1: <laughs> no. I feel like I don't care about it. That would have been great if you would have saved that fucking saving throw, though.
5: <laughs> I mean, I had a whole bit plan where we could have pushed him, and use feather fall to make sure he didn't fall too quickly. <laughs>
1: Noah was, like, no, was like, that guy's being a butthead. I was like, suggestion. <laughs> I just
5: like my head out of ass, what can I say? <laughs> yep. <sighs> it would have been a rough time for all involved.
2: Have you listened to uh, the Magic Tavern at all? Anybody here that wants to answer that question?
1: I, I haven't.
2: It's hilarious. I recommend it. 100%. It's it's not a gaming one. It's not D&D. Like, the whole premise is this dude got sucked through a magic portal behind a Burger King. And now he's in this magical land and he's doing a podcast at a tavern and there's two guys that are always on there, and they have guests, and it's it's hilarious.
0: Okay, I'm back. Is everyone else back?
1: Uh, Noah's still taking a piss, and I'm waiting for him to get done jerking okay. it. Okay. Well, I have to confess,
4: I almost broke a sacred rule. I almost had to have to drink Guinness out of a plastic glass.
2: Hi, <laughs> um, DJ. Did you drink anything tonight, Paul?
5: I had chocolate milk. <laughs> because I, I was like... S- Let's not get too drunk, because I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, next time, I'm going to be all sorts of wasted. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, I right, push everyone in legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you didn't even make that good of a roll, and you both failed. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Now that you mention it, I haven't seen you y'alls pop up on my... Uh, it's been 16 days. What's up?
5: Wait, wait. It's Sunday with with DJ. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the Foxcast
2: this Sunday. Ooh, ooh.
5: Then we have actual like we have Alex. It's going There's so many guests.
0: I know we got guests coming up too. Um, I think uh, two real games is doing next weekend. Nice. Um,
1: I will yeah. be playing Noah. He fell asleep. The meds kicked in. Well, he uh he sprained his Achilles uh tendon uh, in uh uh kickboxing. So. Okay,
0: so you're going to be double double charactering? Yeah. Okay.
4: So we should expect some double fisting from you then. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right.
1: Um, hey, guys. How are you doing today? <laughs>
0: this is new air, <laughs> Okay. So um, you said you were going to do a 3-2-1 sort of thing with the jars?
5: Yes. We're going to do a 3-2-1 and we'll put at the same time.
0: Okay. So uh, you guys click your jars into their slots you hear a a click click and the jars shoot right out of their slots and back into your arms and then a split second later a split second later you guys are all blinded by this pure white light that is brighter than anything you guys have ever seen and all around you you realize that uh all this invisible platform was actually glass and it is now glowing. And, um, you guys are standing in the, the beginnings of a giant glass bell jar with all this brass machinery running in it. Um, and like I said, the brass machinery is just running silently along. And then at the other end of this bell jar, you see uh, a pedestal with a, a small, uh, gold and brass and silver, uh, Kind of object. And then directly in front of that, you see a giant brass clockwork golem. And uh, it has a, a tube sticking out the back of it, kind of going into the floor of this glass structure. And uh, from the glass uh, structure, you see kind of blue energy flowing into the tube and into the brass construct. And then if, uh, a little bit later, it kind of shakes off the tube. Starts shaking itself, it it uh, slowly brings up both arms, and you can see each arm ends in a hole, and it looks like arm cannons on each end. One is blue, one is red, and it starts pointing its arm cannons at you, and it's initiative time.
5: Awesome. Um, blue is clearly Team Mystic, and they suck, so... Um, do we put the... Do we go to the jars in the cannons? If only oh, we... 20.
2: Can we pull the jars back out? Or are they
5: they're, like... they're in our hands already. They shut out.
3: Mm.
0: How about putting them in opposite sides? Alright, so uh, you guys see this um, this brass golem with its two arm cannons kind of pointing at both of you. Or I mean all four of you. All five of you. But only four are known. Um, so one is red, one is blue, and it's initiative time. Your initiative also is your Uh, d20 plus your proficiency bonus plus your uh, just plus your dexterity sorry not plus your proficiency Paul
5: okay I can can do this mine's a whopping six Uh, d20 uh, plus dexterity
0: alright so uh,
2: I rolled a nat 20 Plus three. Man, nice. Nice. Two,
5: three. nice. I rolled so, a f- 11 plus
0: two. Mordecai is at a 23. Uh, Paul, you are 13. Navara. Navarra is at a 13.
2: 13. Uh, 14, at a... I was prepared for a fight.
1: Krul's at a 21.
2: 21.
1: And Aramath is at an 18.
0: Alright. Um and I'm calling
4: I'm calling. As, mark.
0: Asimar, what are you at?
4: I'm at a whopping six. Six.
2: Okay. All right, we might need you
0: in the back.
4: You always need me in the back, Trebek. So does your mother.
0: Honestly, you you weren't too far off from what the construct rolled, so <laughs> um And first is going to be Mordecai. All right. Is it just this one golem? It's just the one golem in front of a pedestal with a brass, silver and gold item behind it.
5: And it has a red, has a red arm cannon, a blue arm cannon.
0: Yes. And it looks like it's charging both of them right now. All right. Can I pull out the jar, the red jar of the wall? It, It, it popped out of the socket and landed back in your arms. Really? Yes. Isn't there a rod inside the jar? Yes, it's a little <laughs> dowel rod. It, um, I'll, uh How far away is this thing? Well, before you do that, make an Arcana check. Because I should have done this when That's you guys found the jars. But go ahead and make an Arcana check. Everyone make an Arcana check. Well, fuck you. I got plus four in Arcana. And I'm not going to let myself roll
2: another nat 20. No, 18, like, so 22.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, so when you first found these jars, you kind of recalled... Uh, facts that you were taught about devices that were used to store magical energy and this kind of reminded you of one of those devices so this is you kind of think of it as a magic battery Um, but there's no energy in it right now you don't notice any of the telltale components of it actually having anything magical about it yet and um, okay that's where you're at how far away did you say this thing was from me? You guys are about 95
2: hey,
1: feet Joseph it, so is it's... trying to get in the call. I don't, but oh,
0: oh, do you want me to I mean, add him?
1: Yeah. No he's trying to get in, but it said he's connected, but it doesn't show him. He's going <laughs> to try to add you. All
0: right. So um, here, we'll pause it again. I'll add him to the call, and we'll say he like joins the fight as you guys are starting to fight. He was stealth like Cruel. We just didn't know yeah. he was there. He was devil stealth. He was stealth. And then he,
2: he, cruel. as he's running up, he gives Cruel's position
0: away, maybe? Okay, I
2: just, uh, <laughs> yeah, just Okay. <laughs> the tiny <Italian laughs> stealth guy.
0: I almost want to just start from the beginning. No. Honestly. Because this is going to be so much of a pain in the ass to edit this later. Honestly.
4: Well, I still have six beers left, so you have about that much time. Ooh, wait a minute. Forget it. I've got rum still.
0: I added him to the call. Can you hear me? Hey! Oh, there he What's is. going on, man? Not, Not much. much. Okay. Alright, so, Joe, are you level three now? You need to uh, update your character sheet to level three. Because you've been sitting there masturbating this whole time. <laughs>
1: I'm good uh, at that. Talking about rubbing that ass shit raw.
5: Let's add everyone to Skype contacts because that's, that's the thing.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: I should probably do that, shouldn't I? Wait, it says remove. I already have you as a contact, Paul?
5: Yeah, I, I really this I don't know why, but yeah, totally have a. Oh,
0: oh there you are. Cool. So I like can hound you more right. often. Yeah, you're already level three. Cool. All right, so. um. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative, Joe, because uh, you're coming up. You have just woken up in the midst of everything that I just explained and don't feel like explaining it again. That is fine. 15.
6: 15? All
0: right. Yeah. You are after Aramath. Okay, so Joven is 15. All right, so. Um, Mordecai, you're still, it's still on your turn? Uh, I'm going to run at him. You're going to uh, run at him? Yes. Okay. Because
2: why the fuck not? Uh, and then I'm going to shoot him with Eldritch Blast because I can't reach 90, 90 feet
0: with my 30 movement. I've... Well, your Eldritch <clears> Blast is 120 feet. You could have just stayed there, but... Okay. No, there's no fun in that. All right, so uh, Eldritch Blast is a... Range spell attack. So go ahead and roll your attack. Is it my D8? D20 plus your spell casting modifier. Oh, oh to, to hit. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh,
2: Which I
0: think is five. 16. Okay. No, it's charisma, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's charisma plus proficiency. It's my so profic- it's plus-
2: oh, yeah, yeah. It was plus five. So, yeah, uh, 18. 18? That'll be a hit. All right. Sweet. Your damage. Now it's a D8, if I'm not mistaken, with my Eldritch Blast. Or, you know what? Since I leveled up, it is now my Agonizing Blast. It's a D10 plus my Charisma modifier. Okay. So fuck your couch. It still sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I it. you got to race. Uh, nine plus my Charisma, 12.
0: All right, so you do twelve damage. Uh, it it barely flinches. <laughs> it barely okay. notices that your blast Perfect. has just hit it directly in the face. Um, and then it is now Cruel's turn to go, and you're also still stealthed. So,
1: correct. You said there's two cables that were attached to it. Still, uh, the the cable that was attached to
0: the back that looked like it was powering it up has detached. It is okay. uh, no longer attached to the Bellator.
1: I'm gonna backstab that bitch right where that power cable was uh, attached at.
0: It's about ninety five feet away.
1: Why? I, uh,
0: I yeah, st- you were in the back too.
1: Yeah, I'm so, still right behind. I'm still stealthy behind it. Then.
0: So yeah, you're you're probably about hundred feet away from the construct as the uh, combat started. I
1: thought you said it was closer than that for some reason.
0: No, uh, the rest of the party's 95 feet away, and you're about 100 feet away because you're stealthing in the back.
1: I'm still stealthing towards it. Okay. I'm, um, I'm going to use a dash action.
0: Okay, so you move 60 feet, right? Yep. Go ahead and make a stealth check against its perception. 23. All right, let me roll its perception. Yeah, you're good. It doesn't notice you coming up on it, and you are now... Uh, about 40 feet away and it is uh aramath's turn so
1: cool i guess you're controlling aramath too
3: yeah he
1: is going to and the thing hasn't moved right it hasn't moved yet no he's gonna hold his action okay
0: and then, uh, Joe, uh, you, in a snap decision of what the fuck am I doing, you stop masturbating and decide it's time to fight.
6: And uh, I let go of my uh,
0: my little sword, and I stab it with the short sword. Well, you're still 95 feet away, so... Oh, okay. Are these euphemisms? <laughs> the first one was, I feel like, but not the second one. <laughs>
6: Um, okay, I'll move uh, closer
0: You'll move closer it's the, yes. You're going to dash up 60 feet? Yes Okay, so you're 35 feet away Alright, and then it is now um, Navara's turn uh, I, I'm going to cast Shield
5: On Myself Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck everybody else <laughs> Well, I feel like I'm holding a thing. It's like either you or I are going to get hit here. Right. So,
3: Way so to like... be a
4: team player there, Trebek.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're gonna catch these <laughs>
4: Fine,
5: i oh, shit. Yeah, no, I'm sick myself. Alright,
0: so when you're hit by attack or targeted by spell, a visible barrier or magical force appears and protects you until the start of your next turn. You will have a plus five bonus AC. Okay. So you have a plus five bonus AC until the end of your next turn. Yes, Or the, the start of your next turn. Sorry. Alright, and then the next in the order is going to be the Construct who is going to uh, rush forward his 30 feet, who is now 65 feet away. Um, he is now uh, he's like right next to you, Cruel, and Aramath is about 5 feet away from or Joey's about 5 feet away from you. Wait a minute! Wasn't I was the wasn't I the first one in place? No, you haven't gone yet, Asmar. Oh. Yeah. Um, nobody's nobody else has moved, is what he's. Yeah, Joe and Cruel have been the only ones that have moved. Uh, uh,
2: hey, hey, hey!
5: I think Mog moved like <laughs> M- moved like thirty feet. Oh, did
0: I you ran at feet? the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you ran thirty feet towards it, and then agonizing blasted it. Yes. Okay, you gotta you gotta be more specific with how much you move rather than I move towards it.
2: Thirty feet. I said my movement
0: was thirty feet. Okay, it is now.
3: It moved. It it moved.
0: It moved thirty feet towards the entrance. So cruel! You are like right next to it. Uh, Aramat or Joe, I'm sorry, is about five feet away, and Mordecai is about thirty five feet away, and. it is going to actually look at Mordecai and, uh, you had the flame, right? I did. It is going to take its right arm and you see it start to shake and charge up and a red energy blast shoots out its way towards you and makes a ranged attack against you for a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh... It's a, uh... It's a 21.
5: <laughs> I have cast shield of the wrong person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is going to hit. Right? So is it, is it aimed at me
2: or is it aimed at the jar? It's aimed at you. Okay. Uh, bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. All right, so what what happens?
0: Well, it hits you, right? It hits you at a uh, 21 against your AC? Yeah. Yeah, my armor class is 13. Okay, so, so it, it connects. It's gonna roll damage. Um, it does ten damage, but, <laughs> but I have hellish resistance to fire. Okay, so uh, as this bolt is um, hurtling towards you, you see it kind of split in the middle, and half of it is drawn into the jar, and you see sort of a weak glow appear in the dowel rod in the jar as you take. Two fire damage.
2: Is that what he rolled? How does the resistance work? I don't know. He
0: he, he rolled a 10. So he did 10 damage. And you half the damage you take. Oh, and then yeah. I round down. That's pretty generous. So, so yeah, you take two fire damage. And you notice a small slight glowing in this jar that you're holding. All right. And... Oh. um. Yes. He's also going to make a melee attack on Aramath. He's got some long fucking arms. It's five feet. Oh. It's always about length with you. Aramath uh, never moved, though. He held his action. Uh, not Aramath, sorry. Joe. It's going to make it on Joe. Uh, that's a 20 against your AC. Against mine, minus 15. So that's going to be a hit. And he's going to do it. D10. It's going to be a. Fuck. Well this just got interesting. <laughs> it's gonna be a thirteen. Thirteen damage. <laughs> thirteen damage. You guys probably should have rolled a healer. <laughs> <laughs> um and his his turn is done. And it is now Asimar's turn.
1: So is Joe so is Joe down or what? I don't, um, I don't think he's
0: down yet. But He's not happy about it.
3: Okay.
0: No, no, you're not down, but you're not happy. <laughs> How much did that you lighting. say? Uh... It was a thirteen. Okay.
4: Yeah. All right. So this thing was not not phased by that VD that that other person cast at it. Not it one shocked, thing. uh That red jaw a little bit after it hit it. So I'm pretty sure that whatever I try to do to it is only gonna piss it off. So, oh, right. uh, can I do a quick perception check to see if I notice anything else around me?
0: Okay. Yeah. Go for it. All,
4: All right. right. Well, God, I wish I didn't do that. I critical failed that.
0: Perfect. <laughs> you just fell on your face. <laughs> just trying to look around and you tripped around. Oh, You're are, you are now lying prone. <laughs> well, that's Fantastic. Uh, take half of your move action to stand up and you have half a move action left and you can still attack if you want to. <laughs> well, shit. Since I noticed nothing else around me, I'll
4: throw my uh, sunbolt at the damn thing.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. Uh,
2: yeah, it's 18. Wait, wait, you said sunbolt? Yeah, I got a sunbolt thing. Is that fire damage? Maybe.
4: Let me look it up.
2: Just thinking I'm holding a fire jar. (laughs) Well,
4: if you want me to throw a sunbolt at you, just (laughs) say the word.
2: As long as you don't miss. (laughs) I just rolled a one for perception. What the hell is that?
4: I got a 22 total, it looks like.
0: 22 total, that'll hit.
4: I got a 1d4 plus 2 for damage.
0: So I did four total damage. Four total damage. All right. And it shrugs your damage off like it didn't even care. And uh, you can still move 15 feet towards it or away from it or whatever you want to do with it. No, I'm going
4: to run away from that thing. No way am I getting closer.
0: (laughs) All right. So you are now 110 feet away. Uh, Well, no, because it moves. Sorry, you're now, now 90 feet away. Sorry. Um, Everybody else from where I am. And we are back at the top of the order with Mordecai. All right. How far away am I? He moved forward and I move forward. Yeah. So you guys are now you're 35 feet away. How far did wait? He only moved
2: 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to move uh, sideways to the left if i can uh so you're gonna like move around to the side right i'm gonna start
0: strafing him okay and then uh what can i do so you're gonna like keep <clears> the <throat> same distance just yes him. Ooh, okay yeah okay so i'll uh, mm, yeah and then i'll cast
2: agonizing blast again
0: okay well, you attack
2: i got a plan hopefully it works out uh, 13 plus charisma, right? Plus proficiency, yeah. so 18. That'll hit. <clears throat> Shit, which one of these is my D10? That one? Okay. 7 plus 3, so 11. 11 damage?
0: Alright. Uh, no, no, 10. Wow. 10 damage? Good at it. math. Alright, Nobody, uh, nobody's uh, gonna correct me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you you see it take your uh, agonizing blast with kind of a shrug. I mean it it looks like it felt it, but it didn't really care about it much. And uh you are you're still thirty five feet away from it, but you're like directly to its side now. Yes. Okay, and it's now Cruel's turn.
3: Oh shit. I'll be you're back a,
0: in a sec. You're Fuck. stealthed. You're stealthed, and you are like right on top of it. It's like how, standing. How, how directly. tall is it? Um, it is. It's about twelve feet tall. All
1: right. So I'm gonna. I, so I'm gonna climb up the wall, like so a backstab. Well, him. you're
0: you're like you're like in the middle of the bell jar, so there's nothing really to climb up except for him.
1: All right. I'm gonna run up his back and backstab him in the back of the head. Okay.
0: Go ahead and make your attack bone or your attack roll.
1: 15, 14, 15, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19,
3: 19. That'll hit. And
1: then it does 1d6 plus. I'll so do 3d6. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 points of damage on my first hit. And 22? then with. My, okay. Yeah, and then my offhand, 16. I rolled a 16. That misses. Okay.
0: So you hit it with your first attack, and it seems to. It takes the hit and seems to completely ignore you and continue on along its mission or whatever it's doing.
1: Oh, and Airmath, he was holding his turn. He's going to heal Joe with uh, cure I for, cure wounds.
0: Sweet. Uh, that's uh, d8 plus your spellcasting, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. So he heals him for 11 points of damage.
0: All right. So you are at 21, unless 22. I'm mistaken, 22. Okay good stuff um and the next in the order is going to be uh oh
1: he's gonna (laughs) he's gonna cast uh cloud of daggers around him
0: around the uh construct or the the brass golem yeah okay and it's a Uh,
1: cube it's a cube uh it's a five foot by five foot cube
0: all right let me see. It takes 44 when it enters the spell for the first time or starts its turn there. Okay. All right. And then the next in the order is going to be Joe. Okay. So you're about uh, five feet away from it right now. All
6: right. I'd like to uh, move in close enough to use my uh, sword. Okay. Um. Go ahead and
0: roll, I guess. Yeah, roll your attack. Ooh,
6: <laughs> six. Well, it was a natural one too, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you missed. <laughs> you, you, you walk up to it, you swing, and I, you fall over. You're prone.
1: <laughs> I believe he also takes damage from cloud of daggers. Joe does. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do actually. You take oh, forty-four. Let's... Well, now. Because what's the range on your mace? I think it's a five foot range, so you should be all right if you stay at max range and use it. Okay,
6: so this thing has daggers flying around it too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) okay.
1: And it'll strike anybody within a five foot radius. Okay,
6: I didn't know that.
0: I think I think you have enough range to be able to hit it outside of the radius, so unless I'm mistaken. But but yeah, you missed anyway. It doesn't matter really. (laughs) <laughs> we'll, ju- we'll just say you didn't take all that damage. How about that? Um, okay. And, Navara, it's now your turn. I'm going to use one of my cantrips. Okay.
5: Um, I'm going to use Shocking Grasp on the thing I'm holding. Slash myself to get the thing I'm holding.
0: What do you, huh? what do you mean? What?
5: It's a cantrip, Okay. it does lightning damage. And I'm obviously holding the weird lightning blue thing.
0: So you're going to use the shocking grasp on the jar you're holding? Yes. Alright, so make a melee spell attack against the target. You have advantage on the attack roll the target wearing armor made of metal. I've... Okay, uh, I'll let you do that. Um, and I won't even make you take a roll. Just uh, roll your damage on it
5: okay uh, what uh I holding? weapons damage eight
0: uh, d one one d eight six do I have a spell attack bonus nope just one d eight just uh then six all right you you notice the uh the blue dowel in the middle of the jar begin to glow kind of a little bit brighter than the one that Mordecai is holding, but not too much brighter why we gotta compare now
2: why is his dowel bigger than mine? it's glowing
0: bigger please glowing.
2: Writer. Whatever. Just because he works it a little bit better doesn't mean I can't. So what about
0: technique? uh, And then uh, it is now the Construct's turn. Shit. Um, You didn't move on your last turn, right? uh, Navara? Oh, crap. No. Okay. Alright, the Construct is going to move forward about... Let me think. Help. (laughs) (laughs) I think the proper word is gulp. It's going to move forward. It's going to move forward about 20 feet. And it's going to point the red cannon towards Mordecai and the blue cannon towards Navara. And it's going to shoot blasts at both of you guys. Uh, The first is going to be a roll against... um, Uh, Mordecai
5: best of luck friend
0: So 21 versus AC (laughs) (laughs) which I'm sure is it that's a hit and against Navara we have a 5 against AC yes
5: I believe that's a miss
0: (laughs) (laughs) alright so Mordecai you have a resistance against fire right yes I do Okay, so that's twelve. No, it's a D eight, sorry. That was a D twelve. I'm a dummy. Yeah, you can All use right. a D eight. I'm okay with that. Alright, so um, a a fiery blast comes racing towards you, but it splits before it hits you. And half of it hits the belt the, the jar you're holding Holding holdering? Holding. It's a and, jar um, of holdering. <laughs> and uh, as this fire splits off and hits the jar, it begins to glow very, very brightly and starts pulsating. And um, But you also take the other half of the fire damage, and you end up taking three damage, three fire damage. Uh, Paul, as you are uh, holding your, your blue jar, you see a blue bolt of lightning coming at you. And... Um, But it's not even coming at you. It's coming directly for the jar you're holding. And. um, Throw it away! Throw it away! It comes towards you and it hits the jar you're holding without dealing any damage to you and it starts to glow brightly and starts pulsating. That deserves a dance. (laughs) And um, the construct is not in melee range of anyone else, so its turn is over. And it is now Asmar's turn.
4: Well, noticing that the blue cannon charged the blue beam and the red cannon charged the red beam, I'm going to go try to see if I can do some damage to that red one
0: Correct. with
4: my shun bolt.
0: So you, you're going to do damage to the construct? No, really? he's no, going no, to target jar. the jar I'm holding.
2: Oh, well, okay. He wants to aim at my pulsating dowel.
0: Uh, Okay. Um, (laughs) Just in case,
4: you (laughs) might want to drop that jaw.
3: (laughs) It's going to
0: be an attack roll against Mog's AC. So go for it. Uh, 16
4: plus... Fluid
2: with the rolls here. 16
4: plus 4 equals
0: 20. What's your AC, Mog? Because I think that's going to hit you. My AC is 13. oh
4: shit <laughs> alright so roll your damage it's low damage it's 1d4 plus
0: 2 so we're good here okay <laughs> well it's 2 so 4 4? Four? alright so uh, Mordekai, you see, see smart kind of straddle up to the front of the bell jar and um, <laughs> aims a spell at you Which kind of splits off before it hits you and um, half of it runs into the bell jar, causing it to uh, not really do anything. It just doesn't change. And then the other half of it hits you for one damage.
5: I promise we're friendly. Well, that
2: was super effective. I give a glaring... I understand, but really? Come on. Look.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It was that
0: or I soiled the job. One of the two.
5: No. Length,
0: right. <laughs> Mordecai, it's now your turn, and I want all of you guys to make
1: perception checks. Well, well I was gonna say my uh, rogue was gonna yell, "Shoot the fucking construct, not the jaws, you fucking idiots!" And
0: everyone now notices that you're around.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, technically, I'm still behind the golems, so they're Wait,
4: probably give away. Your position,
1: Trebek. I lost stealth as soon as I backstabbed, but... Holy shit, we've had a guy in here the whole time?
2: Yeah, don't ask too many questions about him. <laughs> All right. right. I trust this guy. He's with me. Too.
4: For some odd reason, he seems trustworthy.
1: Uh, perception check is... Um, oh, the, the rogues are female. What, You've you had video
2: this whole time, Cecil? You haven't shown it. Yes, I have. I've been looking at myself the whole time.
5: We have not seen it. <laughs> well, probably a
4: good thing, since my pants are off. All
0: right, I, I have the recording from here, so Paul, I hope your recording's still good yeah, from before here. Yeah, it must good. All right, um, so... <laughs> Yeah, Asmar just shot at Mordecai and did nothing yep. to the jar and did one damage to you, and it's now your turn. And also, you well, all you, know that... You had us rolling a perception check. Oh, yeah, perception check. Go for it. Everyone roll perception. Well, you
4: could just put me at the bottom of that list.
0: I had a 15. <laughs> 15.
5: 18.
1: 15 plus 4, I think?
2: Okay, Nobody's uh, Somebody's paying attention. The,
1: um... Aramath rolled a nat 20. Okay. So he'll he have a 23 perception. And then Cruel rolled a whopping four. Well,
0: as, Gosh, long as, one of you, as long as one of you rolled high enough, I expect that you'll notice this and then kind of shout out. So uh, Aramath notices that along the middle of the bell jar, uh, the kind of uh, parallel to the path that you guys came in on, there's a bunch of these kind of um, bars hanging down from the bottom of the bell jar, and uh, they look like they're padded handles hanging down from the ceiling. And that's all you notice and it is now Mordecai's turn. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I'm still 35 feet away from him? Yes. Well, no, you're
3: you're
0: you're about 55 feet away. It moved away from you. It's kind of diagonally away from you at 55 feet or so. Okay, I'm going to continue moving behind it. Okay. Same distance. Okay. Uh,
2: fuck.
4: Do we have to? I just met.
2: <sighs> okay, so I have this glowing dowel that's not taking any more charge. What the fuck do I do with it?
5: Put it in the hole. Check if there's a gem in- nearby.
2: Well, you said there was
0: uh, rings or something around us? Oh, those are just like, the, now that the the whole thing, the whole structure is glowing, you can tell that those rings would just look like they were kind of supports that were holding the whole thing up. Mm. So what exactly is above us? Uh, it's kind of a glass dome, and above that is just a cave ceiling. So and below okay. us is these padded things. <clears throat> And below us, below you, is uh, the giant uh, lightning lake. And then, slightly above you is the padded handles.
2: But that's directly in the middle it, of the beldar. Did I it, miss something, or what was air, the purpose air, of the Air Ma-
1: check? Airmath air is going to yell. Put the glowing jar in the fire hole. <laughs>
4: <laughs> first we're talking about blowing everyone and then it's a fire hole
3: <laughs> are what you are sure we...
4: this is D&D still
2: that that seems like the next best step so I uh, Wait, how far away I'm from, from the beforehand, though. do we want to do it at the same time again or do we want to go one at a time mm. how far away are we from the holes
0: uh... I'm next to mine <laughs> Navara is, <laughs> hasn't moved away from his so uh, or suppose. hers. Yeah, so Navara is directly next to his. And I'm uh, probably 45 feet because I moved
2: 30 towards him and then I moved around him.
0: Yeah, you're about 50 feet away from it.
2: All right, so I guess I'll start moving towards it. But I also have Mage Hand that I can use to make up another 30 feet. Okay. So I can push that. Closer,
0: so you're gonna use your mage hand to grab the jar and push it into the slot. Yeah, what you're doing? Okay, that's what um, I'm
2: doing. Cool. I'll just let you do that, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. this is gonna happen, DJ.
0: Just All right, Relax. So, Lay back. So that <laughs> might um, push it in. <laughs> I, and other. All of you guys see an otherworldly hand come out from uh, Mordecai and grasp the jar he's holding, and it travels uh, etherly to the uh, the slot in the wall that he put the jar in previously. Uh, it then inserts the jar into the slot in the machinery, and you guys hear a click. And I'm going to take that as as uh, the end of your turn. Oh yeah. And as now, I mean, there might be a little like little jig but i don't know maybe uh we'll you guys you guys heard a click but you don't really notice anything else happening quite yet and it's Aramat's turn or no it's cruel's turn sorry
1: i'm gonna continually jam my sword into the where that um uh, cable was at
0: the euphemisms in this episode but, so the behind the construct so you're gonna move 20 feet to the construct and attack it where the cable was at
1: i'm still on the construct's back
0: Oh, so you're writing it.
1: Okay. Yeah. I told oh, you okay. I crawled up his back and shoved my sword in the uh charging with the cables.
2: Oh, you son of a bitch. That's what I was gonna do. Alright.
0: Alright, go ahead and make attack roll. Uh, miss. <laughs> okay, I'm not even gonna ask. But it was
1: it was I rolled a two and it was a seven. Okay. Eighteen.
0: Eighteen? Yeah. Uh, that'll hit. will your damage.
1: Five. Okay.
0: It shrugs off your damage. <laughs> um, and, uh, okay, yeah, it would have made a melee attack on you if I had known you were writing it, but we'll, we'll leave that. That's fine. Uh, it is now Aramath's turn. He's, uh, 15. No, it's yeah, Aramath is still like at the beginning of the bell door, so
1: he's go gonna yell. At, he's just gonna go, "You stupid pile of bolts!" At vicious mockery, for it <laughs> needs to make a saving throw uh, versus a uh, fifteen. Uh, uh, wisdom save. Wisdom save. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it does not save. Okay, it takes. Three points of damage and has a disadvantage to against uh, all attacks it's following around. Okay.
0: And it is now uh, Joe's turn. Uh, you're 25 feet away. O- well, no, you're 15 feet away from it. Sorry. And it's behind you. Did it ever take the cloud of daggers damage? Oh, no. Actually, it didn't. 44 damage. Go for yeah. it.
1: Roll that. Three, six, seven,
0: eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven? Okay. Yeah. It took that damage. <laughs> it, it just seems to be shrugging off all your guys' attacks right now. So, Yeah, it, it doesn't care one bit. <laughs> um, and it's Joe's turn. You're about 15 feet away from it, and it's kind of uh, off to the right of you at an angle okay
6: so just so i understand what's going on because i came in late uh, there's just a construct a construct in the room and uh cruel is riding it and hitting it from the back and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else we're just hitting it it really doesn't care and um you said you're talking about a bell jar yeah that, that- you're pulsating jaws
0: yeah, there's, there's two jars that have uh, dows in them. Mordecai and uh, Navarra, which is Mog and Paul, both each have one. One's red, one's blue. Uh, Mordecai just slotted his red jar into a slot in this uh, brass machinery that was at the beginning of the bell jar you guys walked into. And um, Navarra is still holding her jar, but it's pulsating blue with electrical energy. And um, it's kind of, it looks like it's like able to attack to either side of it. Okay. I guess I could try to distract
6: it and uh, I'll use a dart on it.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. I got 14. 14 will miss. So as you hurl your dart at it it goes off to the right and misses. And you still have other things you can do if you want.
6: I'll try again. Okay, go for it. Uh, twenty.
1: That'll hit. If you if you do an attack with your bonus action, you don't add any um, modifiers to it. So it's just a natural dice roll.
6: Uh, well, then I rolled a one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How'd you go from a twenty to a one?
0: No, No, the the attack. You just said... Yeah, what was the attack roll without modifiers? Without? 15. 15? Okay, that didn't hit anyway. Okay. Alright, so yep. uh, Did not hit. And um, I guess you're just going to throw two darts and be done with your turn. (laughs) (laughs) And both of them went wide. Um, And it's now Navarra's turn. I'm gonna ram that pulsating blue dowel into the hole. Okay. With Um,
5: reckless abandonment. So you
0: (laughs) you ram the the capacitor jar into the blue hole, and you hear a click, and then you hear a as um, vacuum cleaner. Pretty much. (laughs) um,
4: Actually, that was uh, that was Jenna (laughs) Jamison.
0: You you hear this kind of sucking up noise as uh, the, the brass machinery on both sides of the rooms just, just starts going haywire, just super, super fast. It was 10 times as fast as it was going when you guys walked in. And uh, the drips that were below the bottom of the bell jar that were dripping into the ocean is now a steady stream of electrical water flowing into the water below you. And the water just is like, going crazy now just light show all over you and um the uh the uh construct also seems to have gotten a a new leash on life and it's going a bit faster <laughs> um it is now its turn it's going to uh point its blue arm at you again and point it's Red Arm at Mordecai again. Uh, and attack rolls are going to be Mordecai first. A 17 versus
1: AC. Hey, g-
2: right.
1: hey guys, remember you got bonus actions at the end of your regular action, so you can actually put the jar in and then use your bonus action to take it back out. All
0: Ooh. right, so uh, Mordecai, Ten. that's five fire damage against Mordecai. Which I think is halved, so that's two. Two fire damage against you. And then against... uh, Against Navara. That is a... Seven versus AC. Miss. It shoots a blue lightning bolt at you and it goes off to your left and misses, sadly. And it is... uh, Yes, sadly. Going... going (laughs) going to make a melee attack versus uh, Cruel on its back. It's going to be at disadvantage, though.
2: Uh, it seems like it's... Even if
0: it... Well, if it misses, would it take damage against itself? Yes, if it misses, it would. But it's a 17 versus your sacred. Cruel.
1: 16.
0: Damn! 17. So, hit. Alright. And that is a D12 plus 5. That is going to be 14 damage. How many attacks does it get around? It gets three attacks. It gets its two beam attacks and then a melee. Um, So yeah, it's uh, 14 damage on you. And uh, that's blunt damage because it kind of swings its arm up around it and uses it as a mace after it shoots off the red beam. And it is now going to move... the 15 feet towards joe and make yes. a melee attack on joe
1: and it still takes 44 damage too
0: okay so go ahead and roll that
1: and then we get opportunities of attack since it moved well, i do anyhow
0: well i mean you're on its back it didn't move away from you you really don't get an <laughs> opportunity <laughs> attack on it until it moves away from you, um, you off. <laughs> yeah um but Eight it's seconds. going 11 11 damage okay all right, and it's going to move up to Joe and make an attack for 15 versus AC.
6: My AC is 15.
0: All right, so it hits and it's a D12. It is a 11 damage. I'm down to 11. You're down to 11, okay? Yeah. And that is the construct's turn. It is I now.
1: Really... So 15, wait, hold on. So 15 was your lower roll then? Or?
0: Because it with
1: disadvantage.
0: Didn't, it didn't have disadvantage against Joe, just against you.
1: Oh, I thought you only rolled once. It rolled
0: uh, it, it rolled twice against you, but it only rolled once against Joe. But, uh. Two high rolls against you. Huh. Yeah. Um, and it is now ASMR's turn.
1: Wait, I'm confused, though. I thought you said it only had three actions.
0: Yeah, but it went into hyperdrive when you put in the jars. You
2: gave it a flux capacitor?
0: Pretty much. And it is now ASMR's turn.
4: Well, shit, if this thing can time travel, there's nothing I can do to it. (laughs) Um, uh, Do I still see those cables that fell off of it?
0: The cables aren't off of the construct. They're off of the ceiling of the bell jar. They're h- kind of hanging over a path in the middle of the bell jar that goes through the machinery.
4: So they're still connected to the construct?
0: They're attached to the bell jar, not the construct. They're just float floating about eight feet above the floor.
4: What's the chances that I can actually grab one of these things and jam it into the construct?
0: Uh, they're just handles hanging off of wires. I mean to try. I don't you don't really perceive anything special about them just other than the fact that they're handles hanging off of the ceiling.
4: Well, I figure if they were charging the thing I could jam the thing into it and hopefully overcharge it.
0: Maybe make it go boom. You could try that. Um, it is also about 60 feet away from you though. So you'd have to use both of your move actions to get up to it. Well, let's see if I've got anything else that
4: will help me here. Yeah. Uh, nope. Well. I guess I'm going to charge forward like a crazy man.
0: Okay. You're just going to use both your move actions? Yep. Get right up on top of it. Okay, and it is back on top of the order with Mordecai. Um, It's now 35, or no, you moved, so it's about 20 feet away from you.
2: I really am at a loss because all we did was give it more power.
0: You could try, and... but you also you also have to uh, like realize what happened in the room around you too. See, I
5: feel like what's going to happen is because and the, the handles, yeah, because the pool below is filling up. We are going to eventually jump up, hold the handles, and he's going to get roasted in this liquid pool of lightning. Mm. But it's at what rate is the pool? filling up so will we survive Hmm. I mean we could try just going in again and see if that increases the flow at the risk of powering him up though in the hope that okay so well you
4: could always try to overcharge
5: the damn thing give it so much power that it
4: goes yeah
2: that's that's what I'm thinking I'm thinking we just keep
5: reinserting and inserting the poles into the holes. Keep charging it up. Yeah. Pole and pole pole right. hole constantly until this I'll, thing comes uh, up.
2: Yeah, I think I was... 30 feet Shit, away. you said I was 50 feet away and then I moved 30 feet closer so I was 20 feet. So I'm going to use Mage Hand again to pull it out but I'm going to move closer as that's happening so I'll be close enough uh, I'll gonna, be right next to it, essentially, and I'll
0: be able to pull it out. To pull the the jar out of the machinery? Yeah. When in doubt, pull out. Come on, man. All right. So uh, you move up to it. You pull the jar out, and nothing changes. The jar has no energy left in it, but uh, oh, nothing shoot. happens to the room around you. And that's what um, I expected. So, okay. And that's your turn. So it's going to be cruel. And you're writing the thing. You just took some damage.
1: That's yeah. I'm gonna jump off of it and go in stealth.
0: Okay. So you're just gonna you're gonna take an opportunity attack though, and it'll be at a disadvantage, but it'll
1: still be an opportunity to attack. I'm gonna di- I disengage. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22. 27 Because perception huh yeah
0: you're good you're good um so you're just gonna stay stealth
1: yeah I'm stealthing right now
0: okay and you're just gonna stay around it i'm gonna guess
1: well I'm back to you know I'm backed up away from it so I'm okay. stealthing whatever shadows and you know crevices are in the room okay
0: we'll just say you're kind of like staying behind it to where it can't see you but um you're not gonna attack it or anything though
1: no, because my first action I was disengaging it, and then my second my and then I have a bonus action um, to stealth.
0: Okay. All right. Um, it is now Aramath's turn. Who is still like standing in the the front of the bell jar. He's about mm, fifty five feet away from the construct because it moved away from it a little bit.
1: Aramath is just gonna yell at it again. And it's like your mommy lesbian golem.
0: Lesbian golem? What is that? Uh, is that an attack? I forget.
1: Vicious mockery.
0: Vicious mockery, and roll the attack.
1: It does. It has to make a saving throw. It has to beat a saving throw versus fifteen. Wisdom, like right? It.
0: Huh. It, it it crit against it, so. <laughs> no effect from the vicious mockery. It just does not care about its mo- the mockery that you're throwing at it. And it is now Joe's turn. Um it's within five feet of you, Joe, and go for it. Alright. Um is it possible for me
6: possible for me to try to hit it with the short sword short sword without getting hit?
0: <laughs> if you attack it, it can't make an attack retaliation attack, it would just... No, attack. I meant with the, the flying swords, I guess, that are going around it. Oh, the the daggers? It, yeah. Those will hit it if it moves again. Okay.
6: Uh, I'll try to hit with the short sword.
0: Okay. Roll your attack. Uh,
6: 17. That's a hit. Roll your
0: damage. Six. Six. Okay. Uh, that's a hit, and... Okay, it is now the... Now Navarra's turn.
5: I'm going to pull out my my used, my spent jar. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to, I guess... He's not really hitting me, so... mount me- Shield. I'll, um... I will use Shocking Grasp and try and charge it again.
0: Okay. Um, Which is... Um, it's 1d8. 1d8. 4. Alright, you Shocking Grasp the Jar. It uh, starts to glow weakly. Um, and is that going to be the end of your turn? Uh... <sighs>
5: Yeah, because, again, there's not much I could do. <laughs> I feel like I'm okay. stay here to
0: just keep going in and out with this old Jail thing. All right. Um, it is now the Construct's turn. It's going to turn and attack Joe for a melee attack. That's going to be a 12 versus AC. 15. Okay. That's a miss. So it's going to move... Uh, 15 feet away from you, Joe, uh, towards the machinery. So it's going to take an attack of opportunity from you. So go ahead and roll your uh, attack roll. A natural twenty. So, nice. So roll your damage and double it. Oh, I had to roll one. Um, so <laughs> uh,
6: it's. So that's four, and then you said double it?
0: Yep. Okay, so eight. Eight damage? Okay. Yeah.
4: That was spectacularly <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gosh. That's great.
0: All
3: right.
0: Um, it's going to move up close to the machinery, and it's going to charge bolts for both Mordecai and Navarra. Uh, the first is going to be against Mordecai for a critical miss <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: finally the,
0: the second is going to be against Navara for a
5: critical hit 11 13 nice.
0: and you guys are both safe uh, the uh, bolts the bolts of fire energy and electrical energy both surge towards the jars and do do they uh, hit both the jars, and both jars continue to slowly pulsate. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, and it is now the end of the construct's turn, and you guys start to feel the entire structure you are in begin to shake and rumble, and I am going to make you all make dexterity saving throws. What dice? Uh, it's a d20, place your dexterity. And, um, okay, so 20, Joe, 20.
4: I rolled Joe. a 16. All
0: right. So I have, a, I have a 20. Okay. So 20, 20, 16. What'd you get, Paul? A 15, a 15. All right. Uh, cruel. What'd you got? 22
1: and 13. All right. Who was the thirteen?
0: Aramath. Aramath. All right. So you guys feel this whole structure shaking and swirling. And then you guys have the foresight and the dexterity to decide to make it to these handles and grab on for dear life. But uh, Navara and Aramath aren't able to make it to the handles. And at the last second, as you guys are holding on to these handles, the jar drops and falls into the liquid below causing 3d10 damage to the construct and 3d10 damage to Aramath and Navara halved. So let me see. Get my d10. Shit. <laughs> One. Fuck's 10, 10. So that's 21 damage to the construct. And 11 damage to Navara and Aramath. Are you dead? I want five health. You... <laughs> All right, so the bell jar has hit this pool of molten electricity at the bottom. And it begins to sink down. And as it's sinking down, you guys see... Thousands upon thousands millions of skeletons start to writhe up from the bottom of this electric pool and start to climb around The outside of the bell jar and as the bell jar sinking All the lightning starts kind of flowing into the glass and you see this kind of energy surging into the pedestal that you guys saw with the little kind of item on it at the end of the bell jar and it starts flowing up through the pedestal into that item through the glass But you also see these legions of skeletons beating on the glass from the outside trying to get in. And uh, it is now... uh, ASMR's turn. Uh, You are holding on to uh, one of these handles in the middle of the bell jar you uh were able to grab the closest one to the entrance so you are now about 15 feet away from the construct holding onto this thing uh you can let go for free action and uh drop down and start your actual turn so wait a minute are we in a giant hourglass no it's a bell jar it's like a big glass dome with a bottom
4: all right thanks well i'm stuck (laughs) Well, I'm still gonna grab a hold of that damn cable and try to jam it into this thing.
0: <laughs> You're trying to jab the cable. You're 15 feet away. Uh, you try to pull the cable, but it's not gonna pull at all. It seems pretty uh, stuck in where it's at.
4: Well, how forcibly can I push this thing? Could I push it off the edge into the liquid?
0: Well, there there is no edge. You got there's okay so you guys are completely submerged in the liquid right now, and you have a big giant glass dome kind of keeping the liquid out. The liquid and the skeleton hordes. And, um, so you have these kind of handles hanging down from the top of the dome. That's what you're hanging onto, and it's kind of what saved you from taking the fall damage. Um, <laughs> except for Navarra and uh, yeah. But, um, but the construct did take the fall damage, and you guys are kind of hanging on for safety right now. But the jar is still intact. It's keeping the skeletons and the liquid out. Hmm.
4: Well, you keep, remember- you keep referencing this jar, which makes me want to smash the thing, but
0: uh, all those skeletons make me feel like I don't want to smash this thing. And uh, so- those, those two battery jars that you guys were holding, they both shattered in the impact, too. Both of them did.
4: Are the rods still hanging around, or are they just kind of dissipated? the
0: The handles are still there. That's what you guys are hanging on. It's what saved no, you? No, from no, all no, The, 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 the dowels. Yeah. Oh, the dowels. They they're made of metal, so they didn't shatter. But the jars surrounding them did. So there's still pulsating dowels in this pool. Yes. That's what I'm getting.
4: Can I pick up one of the dowels and chuck it at the construct? <laughs>
0: Sure, I'll give you. I'll give you that on a dexterity roll. Hurrah! I'll give, you, I'll give you a hard DC roll on dexterity.
4: All right, here's hoping that I roll something good. Chris- Holy oh. shit! Natural twenty! <laughs> Holy hell! <laughs> okay. So right. that's uh, twenty plus dexterity, which is uh, 2. It's 22.
0: All right, uh, so you managed to find the uh, blue slowly pulsating dowel that came out of that broken jar, and you chuck it at the construct. Um, it let it hits the construct and releases its stored energy, and you actually do 2d12 damage to it.
4: Oh, shit. All right, 2d12. Where's 12? So there's 2. So 2. 10.
0: 10 damage okay that's a, a hit and it kind of jolts around and takes that damage and uh, uh, good work I'm going to give you a point of inspiration for that that was that was inspired um, and it's now Mordecai's turn am I still next to the uh, the dowel no you ran and grabbed the rod you are the third rod or third handle into the bell jar sorry
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: you're the rod you're, you're
0: you're you're yeah. pretty close. You're pretty close sure. to the construct. How's he looking? Ah, uh, he still looks pretty healthy. The fuck! The fuck! It's it's a boss. Yeah, but
2: seriously, <laughs> the fuck!
5: We've totally ignored one part of this fight.
0: Uh, that How how far away am I from the construct? From the constructor, about five feet. You're about 15 feet away from where you were when you dropped the jar to come and grab the handle. Am I behind him? You're in front of him.
2: In front of him. All right. This is what I wanted to do earlier. Oh, God. So I'm probably going to have to make some saving throws here. I'm going to run at him. Okay. I'm going to slide under him <laughs>
6: just to
0: get behind him. Okay, that's going to be an athletics contest.
4: I totally thought you were going to use his nuts as a speed bag. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: you better better roll pretty high. He's not a monk. He rolled pretty high. So Uh, athletics. uh, Athletics or acrobatics. We'll go with acrobatics.
2: Uh, I'll go with uh, your higher.
0: Go with your higher. Whatever's your higher. Go
2: with 20. That. 18 plus two.
0: What's your dexterity skill at? Two. Plus two. All right. Roll off. <laughs> roll off? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. It's like a dance. It means... With dice. <laughs> it means you matched his dexterity multiplier and his roll. So Seriously? Yeah. All right. So All right. um 19. And he critical misses, so you can go for it. All right. Since he was
2: five feet away, uh, can I use the remaining bit to jump on his back? Yeah, I'll give you that. Sweet. And then I'm going to use
0: my... Is... Cruel, are you still on his back? No, he jumped off and stealthed. And he uh, he managed to uh, dexterity himself onto a handle now. Okay. Uh sorry if it was still there it'd be like
4: a
2: dual rodeo. <laughs> That's what I was kind of open for to be honest. Uh I'm going to use my mace uh which is D6 plus 1.
0: Well you got to make an attack roll first. Oh, right.
2: No, I can just go straight to the uh the other
0: one, right? No, I got attack roll first. Uh D20 15, plus strength plus proficiency. 15
2: plus strength plus proficiency? Yep. So 17 plus... Where's my strength? That's a hit. It'd be 18 anyway, so... All right. That's a hit. And then what did I say? D6. Plus one. Uh,
0: three damage.
2: Damn! Why did I do that? Just how much?
0: <laughs> All right, and it is now going to be Cruel's turn. Cruel, you are you are in the rod that is five feet behind the construct. You're, I mean, the handle five feet behind the construct. You're about twenty five feet away from the machinery, and uh, that that red rod is still sitting over there somewhere.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna look uh look up. Is there any? What does uh, above me look like? Where you know where the handholds are?
0: The the handhold is just like um, it's kind of a brass wire holding a, a cloth handle just hanging down from the ceiling. And above you is the the glass dome with all the skeletons and electric liquid trying to beat its way into you.
1: So okay, so then it's uh steel glass dome things are on top of it okay i'm going to look around for the rod i guess
0: okay you're going to run over you to the look rod you look for that rod
1: all right well, go you, you said it's rolling around on the ground
0: so yeah it's I'm it's assuming... over it's over by the machinery it fell you saw where it fell but you don't see it right now so run over there and make a perception check 10 12, 12. Um, you make it over to where you saw it last, but you can't seem to find it yet. Um, and then you are also about I want to say I think I said fifteen feet away from where the construct is right now. So I mean if you want to make a ranged attack on it, you can. I'm gonna
1: stealth. Okay.
0: And it is now Aramas' turn. He is on twenty one. The- Okay, yeah, you're good. <laughs> I, I was just going to give it to you, but um, is now Aramath's turn. He is on the uh, the handle that is directly behind the construct, like less than a foot behind it. If he drops down, he could drop on top of it technically. If he wanted to,
1: I thought you said Aramath. No, Aramath didn't make his saving throw. Oh
0: standing. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, you're right. So he is. He's.
1: He should um, he be right by where the rod was because he was standing
0: right by where the rod was that area. What, he's right by where the entrance to the bell jar was.
1: Yeah, because he didn't really, he didn't move, so.
0: Yeah, he he didn't make his dexterity rolls, sorry. And, um, yeah, you're right. So he's, he's about 10 feet away from where the rod was at the machinery.
1: He's gonna look uh, around for the rod. Okay, uh, so perception. 14, 15, 16, 17.
0: Okay, he finds the, uh, the red, slightly pulsating rod. And uh, he can do like uh, Asmar did, try and chuck it at it. It would be a attack roll, ranged attack roll.
1: Charge it, Trebek! Well, what's it? Is it glowing bright or just weakly glow- glowing?
0: Slightly just pulsating. weakly. Slightly
1: pulsating, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to yell at the Golem for my action and vicious mockery, and I'm going to say, You fucking can't hit shit, you bucket of bolts.
0: That's a wisdom saving
1: throw?
3: Yeah.
0: And it does not save.
1: Alright. So it takes one point of damage, and it's at a disadvantage for all attacks this round. Okay.
0: And you're not going to throw the rod at it? Nope. Okay. And it is now Joe's turn. Joe, uh, you made it to the handle that I was talking about. Yes. Aramath.
6: And uh, how many rods are left?
0: Just the red rod that Aramath is now holding. Did
4: you grab me
1: the okay. Yeah, the, the blue one's like rolling around in front of it, on, discharged.
0: Yeah, it's discharged.
1: Okay. Uh, you I could think. drop on top of it if you
0: wanted to. All right. I'm going to drop down on it. Okay. And um, I'll make you make a slight acrobatics check just to make sure you can grab on when you. So make an acrobatics roll, and it's not going to be too hard.
4: On a side note, my wife was completely unimpressed on the amount of alcohol I've consumed.
0: What was that, Joe? 21. Okay, yeah, you uh, you managed to grapple it, and oh. now you and Mordecai are both hanging on to the back of this. <laughs> um kind of just riding it around, and uh, you can make an attack if you want to. and I'll put it I'll put it at disadvantage too.
6: Uh, put me or it it okay. so, oh. as far as attacks go, uh, do I get one attack and then a bonus action? Just curious.
0: You get one attack and then a free action because you already moved used your move action.
6: Okay. So I want to try to use uh, a Fury of Blows. I have to use one key. And uh, I get two unarmed attacks.
3: Okay. Uh,
0: roll both your attacks. And both of them are at advantage. Cause okay. advantage against your attacks here. Yeah.
6: All right. One I only rolled a 10. <laughs>
0: But advantage.
6: And the other one's a 17.
0: But you got advantage on both rolls. You got advantage. I got roll
6: four times. This is what you're
1: saying. You take the highest out of the two.
0: Yep. Okay. So one was 17,
6: highest out of two. And and 10 was the highest out of the other one.
0: All right. So you hit it once. (laughs) Go ahead and roll your damage on that one attack. Sucks. And that's only six. Only six. Okay. Um. It looks like it actually might... Uh, a, a piece of its brass armor plating on its shoulder falls off to the ground. Uh, it looks like it might actually be taking a little bit of damage now. And it is... Uh... Navarra's turn. Uh, you are on the ground next to your machinery. You're about uh, 10 feet away from the construct. Um, you just took a load of damage and it's going to your turn to decide what you want to do. Uh, Asimars, is next to you. He just grabbed that rod that was going <laughs> to fall, fall in next to you and threw it at him. But go ahead.
5: How far away am I from the original pedestal?
0: From the pedestal that's in the back of the room that all the energy is going to? That's 95 feet away. It's all the way at the other end of the room.
5: So that's got something bronze, silver, and gold on. Um, Okay. So, I... I'm going to attempt, going bold, to cast a spell on the golem. Okay. I'm going to cast sleep on it.
0: Sleep. Alright. Go and roll your attack. Is it a save or is it an attack?
5: Uh, Roll 5d8, the total is how many hit points of a creature the spell could affect.
0: It's a bloody machine, it doesn't sleep. Hey, I'll, I'll let him do it. Roll it's, your 5d8. It's technically a creature. Shut up.
1: Shutting up. Two. It's, a con- it, it's actually a construct. Uh, yeah, it's oh, a construct. Fuck.
2: But... Well, it's been a waste 10 then. Well, you well, said golem, didn't you? At the beginning? It's a, yeah, it's a yeah. golem, but a golem, golem is a construct. construct. Yeah. Face is a construct. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: 5d8, so... Eight. No, I'm
0: I'm going to... Eight, seven, six, two, I'm going to let him roll it so you guys can have a little bit of insight honestly that's what I'm letting you roll it for 14,
5: 21 23 24,
0: 24. and it, even if it could have affected him it wouldn't have <laughs> oh,
5: good and um, on that note I'm going to shoot shield on myself because I'm pretty fucking weak <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay uh, forces disadvantage, or you have plus five to your AC. That's yep. that's what it is. Yep. And it is now the construct's turn. Um, oh, you say construct. It is going to uh, turn both its arm cannons onto Asimar, and it is going to uh, double elements strike you.
1: Really, it's not attacking Aramath, who insulted it.
0: No, it's attacking Asmar. Yeah, it's uh, Asmar through the rod. He's pissed, and it's got terrible rolls. It rolled a
3: <laughs>
0: it rolled a six against your AC. Well, my AC is uh, fifteen, and it's terrible. So, okay, so you see the golem bring both of its arms up, pointing both of them at you, charging a electric blast and a fire blast at the same time. And it releases a great burst of energy. And they both kind of swirl around crossing the streams. And they go about five feet to your right. Never (laughs) cross the streams.
4: And this is why my god will make me prevail.
0: (laughs) And they completely miss. But it's also got uh, a melee attack to make against, uh, we'll say, Joe, since you're also on its back. It's got a disadvantaged melee attack against you. Which that's probably going to be. It's yep. That's a 11 versus AC. 15. Yep. So it misses you. So it missed both of its attacks. And um, as its turn begins to end, you notice that the uh, the the lightning liquid that is surrounding your guys' bell jar is starting to reach the top of the bell jar. And as it reaches, the uh, the glass starts to disintegrate. It as the water level lowers. So as the water level gets below the glass level, the glass disintegrates around it. And you guys and you guys still notice that the the all the lightning water is kind of being sucked up into the pedestal at the other end of the room. And it's now Asimar's turn. What's on that pedestal? It's, it's some sort of item. You can't really make out what it is, but you can tell that it's made out of precious metals and gems.
4: How far is it away from me?
0: 95 feet.
4: Yeah, I can't move that fast. Well, I'll try to get over there. I'm going to bolt towards that pedestal. All
0: right, you move 60 feet towards it. You're now 25 feet away from it. And... Um, You can make a perception check if you want to and uh, see if you can spot what it actually is.
4: Holy shit, another natural 20. Holy
0: (laughs) hell. All right, so this thing is... So if Xbox controllers existed in D&D world, it would be an Xbox controller made out of solid gold with that silver home button. And analog sticks and gems where the buttons would be.
4: Oh, I feel the control of a construct coming
0: on. <laughs> and um, it is now Mordecai's turn. That's top, right. top of the order. Uh, how
2: far away am I?
0: You're on the thing's back. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so... I guess I'm going to keep hanging on and then uh, cast... I guess I can cast... Um, what is it? Agonizing Blast? Sure. Go for it. Uh, right.
0: That's uh, attack roll. Uh,
3: it's
2: 14 plus my Charisma, right? Which is... Yep. Shit. Charisma
0: and Proficiency.
2: Uh, which is... An extra five. That's a so hit. Nineteen. That's a hit. And then, shit, I can't remember if what my attack roll was. Was it a D twelve?
0: A D ten. Ten plus. Okay, that's right. Plus your D eight from your plus, agonizing. No, oh, wait. No, plus no. my charisma. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. So my charisma. God, fucking damn it. It's three, plus three. Right, so 11, eight plus three. Okay. Um, It definitely starts to lose a few gears. A few gears are popping out of it from uh, where its shoulder plate just popped off. And I'm going to finish my movement by going straight backwards away from it. You're going to jump off of it and run backwards like towards the pedestal? Yes. It's going to take a disadvantaged uh, opportunity attack against you. Oh, really? Yep. yep. I mean, it missed, so you don't have to worry. But still. <laughs> um, and it's now Cruel's turn, who is stealthed over by uh, Aramath, who is holding onto the rod. <laughs> is it throbbing at all?
1: Wait, am I? It, I it actually is throbbing. I move towards to Aramath. Because Aramath right. is at the door, I'd be at the other end where the handle was by the machinery still.
0: Yeah, but Aramath went over there to grab the rod. That's where the rod was.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to move over and pick up the other rod. The, uh,
0: the depleted one? Yeah. It's like right at the foot of the construct.
1: Okay, I'm still going to sneak up there and okay. gingerly stealth up there. Some right. stealth skill and pick it up what was, your, what was your stealth roll again
0: 22 right, it's gonna make a perception and it's not gonna see you so
1: I'm, and I'm gonna grab the rod and then I'm gonna and then you said there is lightning water in the
0: back no the lightning water is all around the outside of the bell jar well I thought you said it was seeping in it wasn't seeping in like as as the the water level lowers the glass is disintegrating right above it so it's not seeping in, but the glass is going away slowly. And there's a shit of skeletons on the outside. There is a yeah, there's a, like a of like of
1: Legions yeah. of skeletons on the outside of the jar. All right, I'm gonna position myself. I'm gonna pick up the rod and then position myself, as I said, behind the uh, golem. Okay. No attack or anything. Well, the my action would have been picking up the uh, rod. All oh, right. Okay. Okay. And then
0: Aramath, who is standing next to the left-handed machinery holding the rod. Uh,
1: once again, he's going to attack it with Vicious Mockery. Okay, that's a wisdom saving throw. Uh,
0: nat 20. <laughs> uh, definitely saves. And um, you're going to move. Aramath?
1: No. No.
0: Okay, and it is now Joven's turn? Yeah, Joven's turn. You're writing this thing. Um, Mordecai just leapt off and ran away, so you're the only one on there now. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... Let me see how much I got first.
6: Yeah, I'm going to jump off and run away.
0: Alright, it's going to take a disadvantaged opportunity attack against you. Uh, ooh. Uh, okay, that's a 11 against AC Miss Okay, and uh, you get away And you're going to make an attack against it or? I can try to do a, a, a shoot one of my darts at it Okay, attack roll uh, 18 That's a hit and 5 15 and 5 Okay uh, It's definitely taking some damage now um, The dart hits it on its uh, the other shoulder plate that hasn't fallen off yet and its shoulder plate kind of pops off and a few gears pop out with it And um, it is now Navara's turn
5: um I'm gonna cast Scorching Ray on oh. the construct. So I'm gonna have three rays of fire and hell them at the t- and howl them at
0: that thing. Okay, so you need to make a ranged spell attack for each ray. Okay. Uh, so that's a D twenty plus your uh spellcasting modifier for each one.
5: Which one's a spellcasting modifier? Spell attack buttons? Yeah. Okay, so that is a 23 for the first, a 24 for the second. Nice. And a 19 for the
0: third. All three of them hit. Yes! So bang, bang, you, you do. 2d6 fire damage. Six. So yeah, just roll it once and it'll count for all three bolts.
3: Okay. 3
0: plus 6 damage. So 9 damage times 3, so you did 18 damage. Damn, son. Somebody's got to do work here. And then
2: if I, have any, if I have any moves left, I'm going to go shield because I'm still dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: inside, but
0: outside too, but inside some. Um, all right, so looking at this thing, if it could bleed, it would be bleeding right now. Um, really? your, like, your, can it your, be oiling? Yeah, it's oiling. It's squirting oil and electric juice all over the place. Like um, profusely, just a little bit. Yeah. How much oiling are we talking? Just a little bit right Enough now, but it's erotic. dripping. Yeah, it's dripping on the floor. Your your scorching race pierced it through its chest piece three to three times, and it's just like uh, 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 it took the hits and it yeah. started dripping oil onto the ground. But you um, make those
2: noises too.
0: Uh, 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 yeah. That's the noises it made. But um, it's now the Construct's turn. Um, it's going to use a Devil Bolt Blast at uh, Aramath. And that's going to be a 14 versus AC.
1: He has an AC of 16, I think.
0: Okay, so that...
1: Uh, 14. No, it's 14.
0: Oh, so it does hit.
1: Yeah.
0: Oof. Oof. Um,
4: that's not a good sound.
0: Not at all. Um,
5: <laughs> Great misses on both of them.
0: No, it's, that's going to be 21 damage against Aramath. For what was it, lightning or the... Lightning and fire mixed. Well, he's holding the fire rod. I know, but the jar broke.
1: Okay, so the jar is actually the one that held it, not the rod.
0: The rod holds the energy. You think that, like, seeing how it works now, is you know that the rod holds the energy while the jar attracted it.
1: Yeah, but, but. if I'm holding on the rod, wouldn't the rod just get absorbed? Since, since I'd be the one that attracted it, so wouldn't it be absorbed in the rod? Hmm.
0: Sure, I'll make half the fire damage go onto the rod. So the second roll was a five plus four. So we'll say you take 18 damage and the rod starts pulsating a little bit more.
1: Oh. He's still unconscious. Doesn't matter. Um, and
0: then... You uh Joe and Mordecai both jumped off and move your max movement away, right? Yes. Okay, he is going to run towards Navara then and make a melee attack on Navara.
6: Fuck
5: off, Dick.
0: And that's going to be a sixteen versus your AC. Eighteen. So that's a miss. And um as the constructs turn ends the uh, liquid lightning level lowers a bit more and there is about half of the bell jar re- left remaining um, as the glass disintegrates the skeletons start to climb over the edge they haven't made it quite into the bell jar yet but they're starting to look like they might make it in there soon and it is now past Mars turn alright well I'm going to continue running
4: towards the golden Xbox controller <laughs> All right, try to you grab a can, hold of this thing
0: you can make it there now and um, once you get there uh, you reach for it and it doesn't matter the roll or anything it blows you back and does uh, two damage as you try to reach for it
4: alright how far does it blow me back
0: five feet <laughs> <laughs> well that was effective Well, um, make a perception check. 18 plus... All right. 3. 21. Okay. Uh, So, after it blows you back, you kind of realize that, like, the energy is still flowing into it. You, You seem to think, like, maybe it's not done charging yet. And that's why it blew you back. And, um... And take it. That's your turn.
4: I think so. I don't think I have anything else to do.
0: Okay, and it is now back to Mordecai. You are about right, forty-five let's... feet away from it right now.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna stay that distance. Um, and how far away from the controller am I?
0: Uh, you are about You're about. 50 feet away from the controller.
2: Uh, and you said uh, he had sprung a leak, right? <clears throat> yeah. All right. So I'm just going to attack him again with uh, Agonizing Blast. Okay. Uh, is, uh, s- spell attack. Right. Um, it's a D20, right? So, yep. seven- Spellcasting. 17 plus 5 so that's a I hit. think that's going to hit Yep. Then... on a completely
4: side note out of character, something tells me that when this bell jar disintegrates we're going to have to deal with a whole bunch of skeletons and that this controller controls that construct that we're probably going to need to kill those
1: skeletons that's just a guess actually the controller will control the skeletons also according to the legend
3: Oh, all right. Well, the, contro-
0: the controller controls anything, according to the legend. All right. So I rolled
2: a um, three plus three damage, so six.
0: Okay. Takes six damage. Yeah. All right. And then um, it is now Cruel's turn. Now backstab it. You're gonna backstab it. All right. Roll your attack.
1: Oh, that's gonna hurt. What's that? A 20. Oh, you crit? It's gonna be pissy, I think. So that'll be. Double damage. Yeah. Uh, 12,
0: 13, 26, 27, 28,
1: 29, 30, 31. 31 points of damage on the first hit. Man. And 17 for the second hit. On AC? Yeah.
0: That hits as well. And that'll be 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, This construct looks like... uh, one of its arms just got blown off. It can no longer do the twin element blast thing that it's been doing. Um,
1: Aramath is... Un- arm.
0: Aramath is unconscious, so we move to... Well, now I have to make a... Yeah, you have to make your death safe. I made it. Okay. That's two, two more. Uh, and it's Joe's turn. You're about... Um, Fifty feet away from the controller and forty-five feet away from the construct.
6: Um, I'm gonna go closer to the uh, the, uh, I guess, controller.
0: <clears throat> okay. And you're just gonna move closer to it.
6: Yeah, as close as I as I can. I go forty speed.
0: <clears throat> okay. So you're ten feet away from it. Yeah. Who's the healer? Well, you, the healer is... I don't even know if you guys have a healer. Or Who healed
6: me last time?
0: The bard. The bard is the only healer? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and he's... <laughs> and hey, he's the one that's unconscious. Imagine okay. that. <laughs> um, You can actually double your move if you want to, like, get up right next to the controller.
6: Okay, I'll do that.
0: Okay.
6: So, my question, as this construct dies, do we notice... Um, it's the field around the controller that it powers up or would that be something
0: we'd notice? Well, um it's not dead yet, so Okay. Uh and it's actually the construct's turn. It um
5: well what about my turn? I'm still oh yeah, you're point.
0: right. Yeah, you're right. You're you're past it. All right, you're uh right in front of it. It just attacked you and it's your turn. Sorry, I you swine. Got, that or- um, got the order messed up.
5: I'll repeat the previous turn. <laughs> Scorch, Scorch away, and then... Okay.
0: Actually,
5: do you want to kill the Construct or not?
0: That's three attack rolls.
5: No, actually, I'm going to move 30 feet away from it. And then cast Shield, because I feel like we want this thing to live. Maybe.
0: Okay. So that's your turn? Yes. Alright, so the uh, construct is going to, um, because Asmar is standing right in front of it, it's going to do a melee... Oh, wait, no, Asimar's all the way by the controller, sorry. Um, it's going to... It's going to attack Cruel with a melee because Cruel is right next to it. And... It is going to be a... 13 versus AC, which I don't think hits.
1: It misses.
0: Okay, and then it's going to use its remaining arm cannon to point at Navara, which gets a disadvantage, which is a 6 versus AC, Miss, which I think misses too. Okay. And, um, its turn is done. And as you, uh, as its turn ends, uh, the barrier, the, the bell jar continues to, to disintegrate around you. And, um, there's a few skeletons in the bell jar now. Um, they, uh, they haven't started their move, but they shake off the electric water. And then, um, there's about maybe 10 feet of bell jar left, keeping out the rest of the skeletons and 10 feet of electric water left. And, um, it looks like the uh, the energy being sucked up into the controller is starting to wane a little bit, and it's now Asmar's turn.
4: Well,
2: I guess, like in retarded fashion,
4: I'm gonna try to grab for that controller again. <laughs> All
0: right, um, somebody's got to do it. I mean, seriously, make a Constitution check. Uh,
4: is that D20 plus what? Constitution? Uh, So
0: that's
4: plus one. That's
0: 15 plus one, 16. That'll do it. All right, so you reach forward and grab the controller. Uh, You try to pull away with it, but you can't pull it away, but it's not knocking you back yet. And as you grab it, um, you start to take control of it. You start manipulating the controls almost on uh, instinct. And you start messing with the controls... Um, you take control of all the skeletons that have just entered the arena. Oh, for fuck's sake, I should fit them down, Construct. And. Kill and, the um,
1: fucking construct. Yeah.
0: So you, you have control of uh, five skeletons within the outside of the bell jar. And um, you can actually move them independently right now on your turn
4: would now be a bad time to have them start dancing to michael jackson's thriller
2: never a bad time for that (laughs) you can do whatever you want with them
4: well i'm gonna take the smart roll and i'm gonna have them attack the construct
0: all right they have a 30 movement speed so they can't make it but they can make it towards the construct um he is he's pretty close to the center there I say they make it to about 35 feet from the construct. Rock on. And then, uh, so, yeah, you're still standing at the pedestal, but you haven't been able to remove it yet. You're just kind of manipulating it as it goes. Um, and it is back to Mordecai.
2: I'm just going to attack the shit out of it. Okay. It's not paying attention to me, so. uh, no. uh... D twenty, right? Yep. That's an eleven. That's gonna miss. Yep. Fuck. Uh Can I do anything else besides just stand there?
0: You can move.
2: But it doesn't really benefit me
0: at all. Well, I mean the the the, the fire rod is still in Aramath's hand, who is over there unconscious. <laughs> Grab the the rod,
4: my friend. Grab the rod hard.
0: I guess I can move to go grab the rod. All right, you make it within 15 feet of where Aramath is holding the rod.
5: Is the rod still slightly pulsating?
0: Yes. Okay. All right. I asked for the rod politely. Well, he's he's unconscious. (laughs)
2: It doesn't mean I don't ask, okay? (laughs) It means he politely doesn't (laughs) respond.
0: Cruel, it's now your
1: turn. I'm going to stab the shit, backstab the shit out of it again. Okay. (laughs) 22. It's a
4: hit. I want to start using those shaved dice that Cruel's using.
1: (laughs) 20. I really want those dice. Well, I have a plus six to hit, though, so.
0: That's a okay. Fifteen. That's a miss. Um, It is uh, the construct is moving at a... hold on.
1: Hold on. Ah.
0: Failure! (laughs) The construct is now moving at a slow crawl... Anytime you see it move, it, it is on its last legs. And um, Aramath, go ahead and... Oh, he failed his yeah. his death save? Okay, so he's at one and one. Yep. And it is now Joe's turn. Um, uh, Asimara has just grabbed the controller. Uh, you're right next to it, watching this all go down.
6: Okay, and he's controlling skeletons. Um, yep. So now that we know that the Construct must die, now I'm going to go back towards the Construct to try to attack.
0: Okay. Um, You are about... Yeah, you're too far away from it to get within attack. Well, what's your ranged attack range?
6: Uh, I have darts. I don't know what the range on those are. Uh,
0: Not sure. I think it's 60 feet, but... See, darts, 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 darts. Ah, I'll say you're within range. Go ahead and make an attack. I'll... All right. Uh, 20.
6: That's
0: a hit. Uh, eight. Or seven, yeah. sorry. Seven. All right, so you release your dart... And in slow motion, it turns end over end, slowly flying into the face of the construct as it pierces its metal floor plate and it falls lifeless to the floor. And as it falls lifeless to the floor, the last of the glass of the bell jar begins to wane around you. The skeletons. Most of them fall lifeless, except for the ones that Asimar is controlling.
4: Which I make do the thriller dance.
0: Which do the, then do the thriller dance. Um, as the glass from the uh, bell jar slowly begins to dissipate around you, you notice the shape of weapons take form in one of the sides of the bell jar. Um, there is a sword, a bow, throwing darts, uh, a staff, and a hammer. Taking shape out of the remaining glass of the bell jar. And um, you guys have taken control of the controller. And uh, you also have magic weapons out of this bell jar glass. Which I will not go into explaining right now because we've been doing this for like three hours. <laughs> But um yeah, that's the end of this part of the campaign.
4: I'm just thrilled that I got skeletons to do the thriller dance. <laughs>
2: that's the real victory here.
1: I'm gonna go give Aramath the healing potion.
0: Yeah, he probably doesn't be alive. Uh but yeah, uh that's the end of the uh DNA RPG cast episode four. Um, expect more news from the Twitter soon. And peace out, guys. I'm tired, I think. <laughs>